Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, what's Forest Focus? It's great to be able to bring you something different today as we meet Nottingham Forest women's player Nat Johnson to discuss her first season with the Reds, uh, FA Cup defeat to Everton, and the ongoing push for promotion. Nat, good to have you with us. You well? Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to chatting. Yeah, me too, me too. I mean, we mentioned the Everton game there. We might as well kick off on, on that one. I guess, obviously, it's not the result you wanted at the weekend, but they're a WSL team. You were the massive underdogs, and it ended up a 7-1 defeat. I mean, I remember yeah. going to the, the game against Man City where I think it was 8-0 or something. But I felt like Forrest came out of that with a lot of credit in the bank and they put in a good show on the day. How did you view this Everton game? Yeah, exactly the same, to be honest. I think... 7-1 feels a very harsh scoreline. Um, we sort of, we were at 2-1 for about 70 minutes, so we were really in the game. And um, again, 7-1 feels a little harsh, um, but we've come out with immense pride, really. I think we really held our own for the most part. It's just that real difference of a full-time WSL team in the last 20 minutes really, really showed. They were bringing on, you know, Tony Duggan and fresh legs with 20 to go and we were we were sort of hanging on. So um, I, I think we came away with immense pride, to be honest, despite the score. Is that kind of physically hanging on and mentally hanging on as well? It's harder to make decisions when you're knackered as well. I yeah, guess. absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, yeah, physically, absolutely. Um, the difference was quite clear in the last 20. And then I think it took a lot of mental concentration to sort of execute game plan, be like, you know, top of your game for 90 minutes is hard on on a good day, let alone against a, a team two leagues above. So I think concentration wise, uh, again, it was hard work. So, um, yeah, faded off a little bit towards the end. What's the mood been like? What was the mood like immediately after? And then as, as it kind of perked up through the week and you, you dust yourselves down and then you focus on, you know, promotion was the ultimate aim, I guess, at the start of the season. Yeah, it was a, it was a strange sort of like week in the season because we'd had such a strong um, January, Feb. And then it was like a week just to focus on the FA Cup and obviously a different sort of style of game um, where we were going to be out of possession and stuff. So the focus for the whole week was really different. Um, and again, quite mentally draining. But I think... Again, despite the scoreline after the game, we were all quite positive because we were proud of, of what we'd done and we'd left everything out there. So I think um, a nice day off to recover physically and mentally. And then, like you say, there's no time to sort of rest or dwell on uh, the Everton game. So straight back to the league. Um, we'll come to the league a bit later. I mean, just in terms of yourself, it's your first season at the club. How have you found it so far? Do you know what? I've, I've loved it. Um it's been really welcoming, really professional, um, everything sort of that we'd set out to do. And I discussed over the summer with the club, I feel like they've been true to their word. Um, the girls that were here and, and last season and have stayed on, really welcoming, great group of girls. So I, I've not got a bad thing to say, really. Uh, was it an easy move to make? Because I know Forest are a, a big club, but mm -hmm. you played in the second tier, I think I'm from right, right saying, for, for most of your career. So you're dropping yeah. down one further level. Was that a tough yeah. choice to make or not? 
Um, it felt like the right time for me. Um, I'm based in Leicester. I'm from the Midlands. And like you say, I'd played in the second tier of women's football for most of my career, I think five, the last five or six years. So um, for me, I think it was a new challenge. I saw um, Forest, like you say, a big club, the ambitions that they had. I knew a few of the girls here. I saw how well they did last season. And I thought for me, it's the perfect time to sort of bring the experience that I've got from from tier two move home and um, apply it to this this great club and I'm enjoying it. Um, what's life like week to week for one of the women's players? Obviously we know what it's like for the men's first team. I've spoken <laughs> to a few women's players on here. Um, I guess it's a different world obviously but in terms yeah. of is it training three times a week? I know you've got training shortly as we finish mm -hmm. recording this. Is it all a bit hectic to get from work to training and that kind of stuff? Well, it's not to go too deep into it, but the way that uh, we're running at the minute is what's called a hybrid model. So there's a few of us that are lucky enough to be full-time footballers, myself included. So that's why I'm training at four o'clock in the afternoon um, shortly. Uh, but most of the team uh, remain part-time, so they are at work all day. So most of the girls, um, we actually train four times a week. So we do three evenings and a Saturday morning. Uh, so most of the girls are balancing full-time work with that, which you can imagine is pretty knackering. Um, and then luckily uh, for me, like I say, being full time, um, when the girls are at work, we do an extra session in the day. So it's quite a lot of training. And like I say, that Saturday morning as well in there, it all adds up um, and it's a lot of hard work, but it's clearly paying off. How has it evolved through your career then? Because you've been playing for, I guess, over 10 years now. How's the, yep. the game evolved in that time? <sighs> Drastically. Um, in such a short, in my own career span, um, when I when I was when I came back from college in America to play football in England, um, I was still paying to play. So I was still paying my subs, paying for kit, paying for the bus, things like that. And that was just a few years ago. Um, I've done many jobs alongside football. I've had my own career alongside football. It's only in the last sort of two years that I've been able to quit my job and become a full-time footballer. But as you can see in that short span of time, the growth of the game is just unreal. Mm. What was your job beforehand, out of curiosity? I actually worked in a pathology lab in a hospital, so oh, wow. I studied biology. Yeah, I was sort of scientist slash footballer for most of my career, actually. So I did, um, I think it was about six years at a hospital in the lab. Um, biomedical science was my was my nerdy trade, yeah. Oh, wow. Not with dead bodies <laughs> and stuff like that. Not dead ones, thankfully, but um, lots of body parts and fluids and testing and the sort of the behind the scenes at a hospital to diagnose patients. So yeah, I, re I really, really loved it to be honest. And it's something I hopefully could fall back on once my football career is done. Yeah. Oh, what an interesting job. Um, so with Forest this season, then obviously, you know, you came in yourself. There was quite a few new signings I saw taking over through the summer. A new manager came in with Andy yeah. Cook moving on, a new structure kind of around that as well. Yeah. How's that been for kind of a, a shift in dynamics? Has it been good in general? Yeah, so for me, obviously, I was, I was new coming in, so I had nothing really to compare to um, other than what the girls had said before. But I think getting in um, Carly, she's been very professional since day one. I think the whole structure behind the scenes, they're really, really professionalising, which is nothing but a good thing. Um, I think for the girls that were here last year, the transition from part-time to more of a full-time schedule has been quite tough but also beneficial because that's just the way that the game's going um so yeah behind the scenes like I say I think everything's just professionalizing and they're sort of ready to transition into that next step of being hopefully fully full-time soon 
Um, I've just got the table in front of me, mm-hmm. hopefully, as, I, as yeah. I click on my tabs. Yes, so you're second in the league. It's the Northern yeah. Premier Division, which you've been in for a, a while. Newcastle at top, uh, mm-hmm. and the points difference is seven points, but you've got a game in hand. Yeah. Only one team goes up uh, mm-hmm. automatically. It looks like a bit of a shootout between the two of you. I know Burnley are in the mix as well, but how mm-hmm. are you seeing the kind of title race evolving? Yeah, we um we think we're in a good spot. I think we're really pushing Newcastle. We're hoping to push them right to the end, to be honest. We obviously are hoping that they drop points along the way. That's going to have to happen. Um, but we're really pushing. Um, and all we can do is keep winning the games and sort of being hot on, that, hot on their tails. Have you got to play them again? We haven't. So we played them before Christmas and we lost. And we played them after Christmas and we beat them, which was uh-huh. a great result for us. So unfortunately, we've not got to play them again. Um so yeah would you rather be chasing or leading honestly honestly chasing yeah i really think i think it allows you to play with a bit more freedom um and i think that's actually shown since christmas for us we've since we've been really pushing them it's allowed us to play with freedom and a bit more of a target as well mm. um do you feel like it is just the, the the two teams or maybe burnley are the other teams a bit too far back or do you not even worry about them I think Burnley and Wolves, you can't ignore. We have played uh, Burnley recently and beat them as well, so we've not got to play them again. Um, we've got Wolves coming up in a couple of weeks. I think as a sort of top four teams, that's quite um, it's quite tight. But uh, Burnley actually played Newcastle the weekend just gone, and we were hoping they'd do us a favour, but Newcastle beat them. So it's all sort of it's all sort of happening now at the top. I was looking at your fixtures coming up. You've got three away games in a row now. I mean, yeah. is that potentially definitive? I don't know if there's. Are you? Is there a big disparity between home and away in your in your record this season? Are you strong on the road? Uh, we're actually we're very strong at home. We're unbeaten in the league at Long Eaton, so we're very strong at home. Um, at Long Eaton, we we lost a couple at the City Ground, but I think overall, I think we're also strong away. I don't think it really matters to us where we're going um, because we've got this sort of professional setup going on. We're prepared wherever we're playing. Um, so I don't think that bothers us too much and it's good time we don't get much time to sort of socialise as a team because everyone's rushing in from work rushing off after training so those coach journeys are actually quite a nice time to sort of just chill and socialise Is it Liverpool Feds they're the next team? Yeah play? that's a Sunday yeah, away what are they? Are they, I mean they're up in there in the league as well I think they're yeah. fourth so they must be yeah. decent They are yeah they've had a decent run of games as well a bit like us since Christmas yeah one thing about um, the women's game when I've been doing these last few years is even if you win your league, you don't get promoted. But that's changed this year. It has, uh, yeah. Which, I, I mean, obviously you'd rather like three teams went up, I'm sure, but is yeah. one team going up at, at least some kind of benefit? Yeah, I mean, Forest last year, I mean, they won the league and then they lost the playoffs. So it feels really, really harsh to to win your league and not get promoted. So I'm, I'm very glad that's changed this year. Um, it would be nice if two went up, obviously, especially in our current situation, but um, just the one this year. But it's better than last year where you still had to win a game to get promoted. Mm. Um, you mentioned playing at home. I mean, you had a thousand people plus down for the, the cup tie. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you kind of love playing at home now in front of you get decent crowds every week? Yeah. You must revel in that now. I, do you know what? I love it. Um, the Forest fans, I, I got told that before I came to the club, that the Forest fans are a different kind of breed and the the love for this club is so huge, but I've really, really felt it. Um, and the great thing about where we play at Long Eaton is the fans, you know, they circle the pitch, but they stood right on the barriers. So you feel very close to it. And I think on Sunday, it really felt like you could feel the support around the pitch, like say over a thousand people there, which was a great turnout. Um, and I think that's probably credit to why we've got such a good home record as well. 
is it a different crowd as well? Like uh, when I've been, and not too many times for women's games, but it's a good family thing. Kids love it. Yeah. Is yeah. it, it feels like a great way to introduce kids to football because when you go to the city ground, there's thirty thousand there. Like sometimes my kids, they just want to play on their switch or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, but if the, when you go to the women's games, you can you get your photos taken with the players who come and meet them and, and yeah. stuff like that. Is it a kind of a good gateway into football as well? For I, young I think it's the perfect gateway, and it's sometimes I think that the men's football could learn a little bit from the women's game and sort of the crowd and and how things are run. Like you say, it means that at the end of the game, we can get some pictures, sign some autographs. And as good as it is for us to have them so close to the pitch, I'm sure it's a good experience for them and the young kids as well to be so close to the players and so close to the action. Um, it's really, really family friendly. And I think that is why it's such a big crowd. Do you love that side of it as well? Meeting I do. Fans, I yeah, I do. Because um, I just think it's a really cliche, but if you can see it, you can be it. And when I was a kid, there wasn't women's games on like this for me to go to. I mean, I could go watch the men's when I like, but it's just not the same. And I think, seeing how many young girls are coming through and sort of looking to us paving the way it's just brilliant it's one of my favorite parts of a weekend what was your pathway into football then did you play in mixed age teams to start with and stuff like that yeah yeah so I actually, as well yeah I played for a boys team since I, my dad took me along my brother used to play for a boys team so I went with him um, and then I joined there when I was about four and um, just played with boys solidly till I was 12 and wasn't allowed to anymore um because at the time there was barely any girls teams um I was lucky enough to get into the Leicester City sort of academy so once I stopped playing with the boys I was playing um academy football with the girls and just sort of stayed stayed at Leicester um until I was a little bit older yeah Mm. yeah I mean is that changing as well the kind of pathway for young girls to get into football absolutely the amount of girls teams now is incredible it's amazing I think when I was growing up there was like the odd girl playing for a boys team and it was a bit of a weird thing you get a bit laughed at before a game um until you showed them what you could do but now there's just so many options and I just I love it I think it's brilliant yeah I mean that must have yeah going back too far in your career that must have that must have wound you up and driven you on I guess as a kid it really did I think it definitely gave me some of the work ethic and sort of like um stuffy attitude that I've managed to take this far in my career I think Everything as a female footballer is a constant battle. So I learned at a young age, you know, you've got to prove yourself on the pitch and everything's a battle, um, but got here in the end. Uh, how many games have you got left in the league, just out of curiosity? Is it, um... oh, I think we've got about eight, but don't don't quote me on that. We've got a few no. games in. Yeah. I was going to say, because obviously you don't play quite as many games, but you're kind of at the crunch end of the season now, aren't you, I guess? Yeah, we are. Um, like I say, I think we've only got maybe two or three home games left. The rest are on the road. Um, we've got a fit in a couple that were cancelled before Christmas, but apart from that, I think there's maybe like eight. Have you got Derby again? We have, yeah. So we've got a bit of a score to settle there. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. What was your yeah. experience of that game like? It not a, not a very memorable one, to be honest. It was not good. Um, yeah. So um, we we definitely feel like we don't want that to be something that's going to affect our season. So we're going to go there and sort of and set some wrongs right. Excellent. Um, that's before we finish. I mean, we kind of haven't any other business, but in your case, I kind of open the floor for you to kind of encourage people to come and watch mm-hmm. you at Grange Park or any, anything else. I mean, we touched on it a bit, but what what would you say is you know the, the good reasons to go and watch you guys play at Grange Park? Well, how long have I got? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just think like you said, it's such an accessible um, gateway into coming to watching women's football and at le- the least you'll see is some really good football I hope from us um, you can engage with us after the game um, like I say we're unbeaten at Long Eaton so hopefully the more support we can get there the longer we can keep that running 
in the league. Um, and I just think, yeah, like, if you, if you can see it, you can be it. So if there's girls that are in the local area that want to come along and, and sort of see where they can maybe reach when they're older, I just think it's a great platform. Hopefully so. I'm just looking for your next fixture, unless you're going to tell me when it is off the top of your head. I think it's the 14th of March, is it? that you, you're at, at home? Oh, I'm not sure off the yeah. top of my head, but that does sound about right, yeah. I'll t- what I'll do is I'll write it in the episode description so people yeah. can see and hopefully get down and support you. Thank you. Right, uh, that was really good. You've got training, so we'll let I you have go. I have radio. No, no, thanks very much for your time. I'd love to hear more about uh, pathology and stuff like that, perhaps in oh, the future. I'm a super nerd and I do kind of miss working in the lab, so I can do an episode on that. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, if people have enjoyed this, do do us a favour, like and subscribe, be grateful for the support. And we are back tomorrow with the West Ham uh, post-match stream around uh, six o'clock or so. But in the meantime, Nat, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, have a good day, everyone, and we shall see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.